Hey, I'm Lay. And I'm Alex. And this is Mommy Glasses. Where we talk all things real, raw, and unplugged. Letting all moms know you're not alone out there. Alright, so this is episode four and today we are talking about self-care. And as a mom, that's like something that's really, 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 really hard to put first. I think um, as a mother, period, a lot of the times, and this is Callie, (laughs) a lot of the times, um, well, I know for me, first couple of years, that was a difficult thing for me to do to put myself first as far as like self-care, but I did have to realize that um, if I'm no good, they're no good. And for It's kind of like putting the... um the oxygen mask on first, like in the plane, like in an oh, airline, yeah. they say, put your oxygen mask on first before you can assist somebody. And I think that's a good analogy. Like really? you have to put your own mask on before yeah, you help that, somebody that else. That was really hard for me to grasp, yeah. um, especially before I had kids, because, you know, you're always taught, oh, you put your kids first, you put your kids first, you put your, put your kids first. But then you're like, so if the plane's going down and both of the masks fall, I'm supposed to put mine on first and then my child, but I want my child to survive. I would rather die. True. You know? True. I think that's where it became like a, uh, I don't know, it's it, that whole put your, yourself but what first. If, what if, what if, though, your kids really need you so the only way for them to really survive better is that you had yours on first yeah right yeah that's because then they just watch mommy die (laughs) and it's not okay and that's like one of my biggest fears yeah because i do have children um because my daughters have different fathers yeah i'm always afraid like oh my god like if something happens to me will they be separated Ooh. yeah and like that that scares me the most but um do they have God, like godparents? They or? do. Stop. They do, but I have done, um, I've done a little research. Uh, self care. Yeah. Self care. That that's part of it. Like thinking about myself. Like, am I gonna be okay? But it's it's messed up my head so much when, like, after having the kids and thinking like, okay, mommy has to do this, mommy has to do that, yeah. I have to get this done, I need to make sure that's done. That's why, like, you and I were talking before we started the podcast, I, back in October, I really, like, really started going hard in the gym mm. because, yes, I have my makeup things and, you know, like, I'm home with the kids and everything, but even doing that, I'm still not taking care of myself. Like, the whole time that I'm recording a video, like, anyone who follows my beauty page or my YouTube channel is very familiar with this one right here. <laughs> because she's always in the videos. Yep. She's always in the background. You're like, a star, Callie. She is. It would take Something that would take me an hour to do takes me at least two oh, absolutely. when I have her. Because I have to constantly stop. I have to constantly, like, oh, look at the time. Like, oh, I should probably feed you, you know, stuff like that. So I'm really not devoting that time to me. Granted, it is something that I do love to do. It's like a hobby. But It's like a hobby. But I needed something where I could just be by myself and completely, like... Tune everything tune out. Tune everything out yeah. and just do something that is for me. And... For the longest I've been unhappy with my body, have after having kids, like what woman isn't? I'm there's the chosen few who 
I don't know how they bounce back so quick. I, I don't either. I'm still bouncing back. <laughs> My best friend is like that. Like, bitch got like washboard abs. And I'm like, what? what? And she had her babies back to back. So I'm like, your body didn't even get a break and you look fabulous. Like on our birthdays, she had this like. Oh, you guys share the same birthday. Yeah, right? we yeah. share the same birthday. So on our birthday, she had on this like see through dress. I was oh. like, oh, this entire club would be mortified if I walked no. in, in something like yes. Yeah, but you have nice like you have nice accents to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. cur- like I don't have very many curves at all. <laughs> Do you have nice, you do have nice ones, and I think that that's something you have to just be confident in, and be like, yeah, I mean, I I have to be confident in a small butt, like, look, (laughs) a small butt can be, well, I guess, like, in both of our cases, like, your body can be worked on, and that's the main reason why I went to the gym, and, like, the whole time, I'm surprised I've gone on this long, because I've started the gym, stopped the gym, and, you know, like, been like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go hard. And then, be like, you know what? I don't feel like going today. And then today turns into tomorrow. Tomorrow turns into oh, a week. Yeah, turns into a month. And then I look up, and I'm paying for a gym membership, and I haven't been to the gym in three months. Yeah. So, I would say my self-care comes in my nails, 100%. Um, because, and I'll tell you, years ago, I actually used to bite my nails. It really? Was, yes. You were a nail biter. I was a nail biter. It was like an anxious thing, or it was, I don't know what it was, but... Um, it's a nervous habit. Yeah, and so I actually started getting my nails done as the replacement behavior for me to not bite my nails. Mm-hmm. And, right, because if you pay for right. it, you're not going to... Right, plus they look good. Like, I have, I never put my hands to my mouth. And it's rare that I put my finger to my mouth and, like, want to bite on my nails. Like, it's just, it's worked for me. And so, um, it makes my nails nails look so nice. They do look, thanks. They do. And plus, with the ring, it looks better. Um, (laughs) yes, nubs don't look too good with But I think short nails still look good. Like, if they're dark, I feel like short and dark look good. Long and neutral look good. Like, Mm -hmm. long and light, right? Um, I like them either way. I go both ways. The only reason why, in which I have to get these three redone, but the only reason why mines are short now is because I do lifting. Yeah, and that's like true. My, the other one time I had a medicine ball, I dropped it and had to catch it, and my nail broke on uh, the ball, and it hurt so bad. I was like, "Yeah, these got to get no, shorter." Yeah. I mean, this is about as long as I'll go, just a little bit. But I get, like, the acrylic overlay on my regular nail mm-hmm. and then get, like, a gel OPI on top. I think that's, like, the perfect length. Thanks. I love that length. But I would have never guessed that you were a nail biter. Yeah, I was. And I see it in Capri now and Chris. I mean, all of our behaviors. One, because obviously I have the professional lens. Mm-hmm. But two, because I just love behavior as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I see all the patterns in Chris and all the patterns in myself and the kids, and it's crazy. Like, Chris will chew um, straws or a little, like, anything that is small and tiny, he will just chew on it. do that with it, like, sticking yeah. out of his mouth. He's yep, like, that's what he does, and that's, like, his anxious biting behavior. And then not good for your jaw. No, I mean, there's a lot of things, I'm sure, that are not good. But um, Capri, so she does the same thing. She has to chew on everything. And I'm just like, that's weird. Like, stop. But I got her gum as her replacement behavior. Um, But anyway, back to the self-care thing. I get my nails done. And um, Chris gets his hair, his shape up every two weeks as his (laughs) self-care. And we said that years ago, that that would be our our constant routine. Even, like, if we were running low on money, like, Mm -hmm. we dedicated that time 
and that money to it. That's um, good. Just because you get to be alone by yourself and you feel better about yourself. Or that hour right. or whatever. And then Chris used to play a lot of basketball. That was his self-care. And I didn't get as much gym time. I didn't get as much sports or athletics. And I realize now that it's something I need. I mm-hmm. actually need the physical release. Because um, I grew up playing sports and that was just a natural part of my routine. Right. But then after kids... There is no physical release. There is no, like, running around all day is great, but that's not the same. Like you're saying, go to the gym, get self-care, um, and actually spend time sweating. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like the sweat is, it feels good to sweat. It makes you feel like you did something. Right. <laughs> like, I know, if I, if I don't sweat, I'll leave the gym and be like, I didn't do shit. <laughs> like, that was horrible. But, like, me, like, I'm sore. That's and good. Because sore. I'm sore, I'm like, yeah, I did something. It's working. It's a workout. But yeah, I think you need that. And that's also, it also helps you release the tension from mothering. Oh, absolutely. I think, like. It's better to throw a medicine ball than a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, if you think about all of the hats that you wear mm. on a daily. Yep. And then to turn around, and this is this is the biggest thing, is to, like, like Dale will tell me, you know, you got to take care of yourself. But then we'll turn around and ask me to do something for him. Yeah. And I'm like, do you realize that you're just adding on to what I need to do? Yeah. Like, you see the kids tearing me to shreds, and yeah. you're like, oh, you can't let them do that. But are you going to make me lunch tomorrow about that smoothie in the morning? Um, are you doing laundry, like? Did you? Like, you can go and do the same darn thing, and you know what? You can make me want to, buddy. That's funny, because this week I took off of work three days because I wasn't feeling well, and all I wanted was for one day Chris to drop the kids off at school. That's all I wanted. I wanted to sleep in. I just didn't want to have to get up mm-hmm. because drop-off for us takes literally an hour and 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. if you add the morning routine plus the drop-off time, I'm already awake and doing things for two and a half hours. Yeah, that's your whole morning. That's the whole morning. And then, like, to get back in, like, no, I wasn't feeling well. I just wanted him to take the kids to school and go to work. He begged me, begged me to assist him, that he needed my assistance. I was like, ugh, fine, I will help you, of course, right? Because this is what we do. Don't you find out this morning, homeboy decided to not go into work until (laughs) noon. Did he help me with the morning routine? Did he help me drop off the kids? No, I was like, you're funny, dude. Like, you're funny because just the other day, I was the one sick. You're not even sick. You're You're tired. I said maybe in my head, I thought maybe you're just jealous because I took time to rest this week and took Mm -hmm. off. And now you're you're realizing you need it to take off too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you have PTO, please take it. Please use it. Right. Like, the world will continue to go on. Right. And so I was just like, that is some some funny shit, dude. That is some (laughs) funny shit. It's messed up. And it pisses me off, actually. But I'm not, you know, I'm just going to take it in. And he says I play tit for tat. He's like, you always play tit for tat. Sometimes I do, yeah, because... When's your birthday? June. Oh, June, because Dale's a tit for tat person. It's not even tit for tat. It's... I feel it. it's a balance because if I don't keep the balance... Well, Dale can't listen to this portion. Then, we will never. Like, oh, it's balance. It's not. But in some, sometimes tit for tat is not. But when I do it, it's for the actual balance. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that we have got to be balanced because if Chris always gets guys nights and gets to go out and then I'm like, okay, well, you went out last weekend. I need to go out this weekend. 
he sees it as a tit for tat. I see it as a balance because if I don't get my self-care, if I don't get my time, because I see guys' nights, I see girls' nights, I see all of that as part of self-care. Yeah. So I'm just like... If you <laughs> speak of the devil. Speak of the devil, you want to come see? No, Pop in and say hi. Um, Chris just wanted to peek his head through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> because now he's headed to work. His but, ears um, must be burning. Anyway, the point is, is that I just like the balance. Yeah. It's not malicious in any, there's no malicious intent. Oh, we'll see. Well, Dale's tit for tat is usually malicious. Oh. It's like, I'll say, it, and especially like, it's one thing if you're trying to change it, like, I see, I get the balance part of it, but like Dale's tit for tat would be like, if, like, okay, like you left a dish in the sink, Right. And I'll be like, hey, can you, you know, I'm not coming at you. Do you mind just putting it in the dishwasher? I just cleaned everything. Can you do that for me? Oh, well, last week on Tuesday. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no, how no. does that change what's happening yeah. right now? And if there was a problem last Tuesday, you should have you said, said something last yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Like, he holds on to stuff. That's how he does the tip for tat. So, that, like, when you said that, I was like, not no, good. I don't play that way. But I do had, but I did have to, you know, like he'll tell me to put myself first. But I'm like, you don't realize you get that guy time. You get that time where, like, when Dale comes home, he has a routine. He comes home, he goes, uh, he takes his shower, and he has his little personal time in the bathroom. Exactly. That personal time takes hours. Right. I was like, and you're in there forever. And the whole time that you're in there relaxing, not wanting to be bothered the house is in chaos exactly. and I'm like hey y'all take a bath hey yep. let's get dinner started yep. hey let's get your pajamas you do your hair yep. do your homework and I'm doing all of that that I've been doing the entire yep. day and I've been waiting for you to get home so that I could have a sense of relief yep. and I'm not getting that exactly they walked through, can you give me a minute I'm yeah. like what minute did I get yeah, all freaking right. day exactly. I didn't get and actually because you know I work a flexible schedule but a lot of the time I am out working and then I come back. Uh, in those two hours, if I'm home, like say I bring the kids home after school and Chris has a game he has to go to for athletics because he's an mm-hmm. athletic director. Um, within those two and a half hours, like if he doesn't get home till 6.30 or 7, he's like, I need a minute. I'm like, in the last two and a half hours of me being here trying to get dinner done so that you can eat when you walk in, um, that these kids don't have slime and glitter everywhere so mm-hmm. you don't throw a hissy fit, <laughs> I'm sitting here killing myself and you need a minute? One minute is 25 minutes on the toilet with your phone. Yeah. I don't get 25 minutes to myself in the bathroom. Right. I'm peeing with one kid attached to my freaking yep. foot yep. and the other kid screaming for mommy because she needs her, her butt wiped. I'm like, right. I can't. Like, and then you're sitting over on the couch right. watching the game. Exactly. And I'm like, can, can I get a little assistance here? Yep. I'm like, I would love to sit in the bathroom with my phone yep. and just breathe. Like, they don't see that as personal time yep. or personal care, but I'm like, it is. What do you need, baby? You want some cookies? No, she's eating the cookies. Um, they don't see that as personal time. Like, I'm like, every little thing, like, I used to tell Dale, he's like, oh, it takes me an hour to get home. Mind you, Dale takes a mark train. Yeah. So I'm like, 
it takes you an hour on the mark train when i used to work downtown i used to take the commuter bus i used to i think it's all in perspective it is. i used to see that as that's an hour where i'm by myself yep. no one's bothering you're not me. even moving you're not the, even moving. the bus wheels the are bus moving. Is moving and i'm like <laughs> you're on the train you don't have to drive yeah like take that time yeah. and relax Musa, relax yep. like i used to sit back and i would fall asleep yeah i would read a book yeah I would, you know, I used to download movies onto my phone and I would watch a movie. That's time to yourself, yep. whether you see it like that or yep. not. And I'm like, but I don't get that. Nope. Because guess who has your phone? Right, the kids. my baby. And I'm sitting there like when, when kids run out of diapers and he gets home, I'm like, I'll, I'll go to the store. He's yep. like, oh, no, no, I'll do it. Dude, I want I to go. I need a break. Like, I need If you to get drive. to go to the grocery store by yourself as a mother, it's you're... Amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. Like, they don't... I literally used to take a deep breath every time I would get in the car alone. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh, I would turn the music up. I still do it. Turn the music up. Freaking bump that shit. I'm like, we are riding out. You know those Listen minivan to commercials? All the curse words and everything. <laughs> Wait, those minivan commercials right now? Is it Chrysler or something? Mm-hmm. They have the moms that put up the music while their kids are at soccer practice. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. I don't have a minivan, but I am that mom in the commercial. Yeah. Bumping. You have a mom car, though. I do. Yeah. Little SUV. Mm-hmm. VW. But I do, because I, I love Cardi B, so I blast my unedited exactly. Cardi B. Like, listen to all the cursors because, like, I, there was the other day we were in the car and she started rapping and some of the things she was saying, I was like, yeah, I don't want y'all to repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> so, switch. So you had to switch it. But, yeah, like, just bumping the music by yourself. I think, um, I don't think husbands spouses or you know the significant other that isn't home with the kids I don't think they understand like I'm like you think that because I'm at the house I'm just chilling right like that would be so nice that'd be great like I would love a day for him to just take the kids and for me to be in the house doing absolutely nothing sitting on the couch yeah watching Netflix watching Netflix that's all I want to do on the weekend yeah he's like oh let's go here let's go here I don't want to do that I want to chill like I really want to chill I really feel like, even though, like, I'm, you know, a stay-at-home mom. But you're on the go. I'm on the go. Like, I was just thinking that with you. Like, you're, like, for the two hours that you take, that's four hours out of a day. That's a part-time job. Exactly. Taking them to school and then picking them up and getting them back home two and a half hours, that's a part-time job. Exactly. Right there. Exactly. So, it's draining. It's draining. And then on top of that, dinner for husband. Yeah. Making sure the kids have clean clothes to wear the next day. Like, making sure they have draws to put on the yeah. next day, like... I actually then, stopped... I actually stopped thinking about, oh, I need to have dinner made for my husband. I don't feel that way anymore at all. I'm like, homeboy, you can grab some Chipotle on the way home if that's what... Because you know what? These kids are about to get a frozen pizza, and I'm going to eat some cereal. Like, I, I to stopped... Get some frozen pizzas. <laughs> I stopped, like, oh, I got to have this meal. Nope. We can do this together. Like, I just don't have it in me. I don't. Mm-hmm. Amount, the amount of shit that I take care of in a day, I literally cannot think about one more um, strategic thing to do. Like, getting through a grocery store or putting a meal together at night for dinner, for me especially, is difficult. I don't know how you feel, but I literally can't think anymore. We eat the same thing over and over again because I'm like, I don't... I don't have the capacity to think outside the box right now. (laughs) I actually, Dale and I actually got in, not, we didn't get into it, but, like, I, I have started to resent him for certain comments. Yeah. Like, do not ask me what's for dinner. Yeah. I just 
despise yeah. that question. Like, I cannot hear that question and not catch an attitude. Right. Because I'm like, he's like, well, why do you get so mad? Instead of, and I've even told him this, but I feel like he does not comprehend what I'm saying. I'm like, instead of asking me what's for dinner, why don't you throw out a suggestion? Yep. Throw out something like, even though you can't cook, say, hey, babe, why don't you make spaghetti tonight? Yep. Okay, I don't have to think about it. Let yep. me see if we have these ingredients. Boom, we're yep. good. Like, not have to sit there and be like, oh, well, because he's also a picky eater. Mm. Oh, we just had that. Well, then throw I mean, something like, out. Please. And let me stick my teeth one more time. You need to go and do something because there is no way in heck I'm here to take care of all of your needs, all of my needs, and all of these babies' needs. Hell no. Yeah. That's why moms literally lose their shit and, and go, like, friggin' off the deep end. I've seen that. And I don't think until I had kids, like, I understood. Like, um, one of my best friends, she actually just moved back here from California. She actually had her daughter when she was uh i think she was like 19 so she was like a young mom yeah and she told me like because she had she was like the one that had kids before everybody else so she had her daughter way before i had willow right so um of course like being that single life i'm like oh come on come on like i'll find a babysitter like i never really thought about what she had to go through and when i got pregnant with willow i remember her telling me she used to rock in the corner like she said she had gotten so stressed out from the baby and from the lack of sleep yeah and from you know all the stresses because she was in a relationship at that time um all the stresses between her and her daughter's father and she was like she would just break down and she was like in a corner rocking while the baby's crying and she was crying too and at one point i was like you know, all I had done at that point was babysit. So I'm like, oh, it's so easy. Like, why? Right. What were you crying for? <laughs> and then, like, I had my kids. And what I also learned was there's a huge difference from having one child and then having multiple. Right. Especially when their ages are closer. Yeah. So, like, having Willow, that was a shock to me. And then having Dylan two years after, I'm like, oh shit wait a minute yeah hold up and then now her even having dale there i'm like i still feel like i have to do everything yeah it is what it is i trust i you know what i i literally just can't then that's how i am like i can't i have no capacity people like how do you not care because when i was younger i really had zero fucks i'm just gonna say fuck is that this before kids yeah yeah oh yeah i've always been a zero fucks kind of person um i don't know where it comes from but i guess because i never really took the time to get deep into my emotions i kind of just always put them kind of in a box and was like okay let's keep it moving like emotions are hard emotions are extremely difficult so i think that's where i got my zero fucks and then when I became a mom, actually, I say when I met Chris. When I met Chris, he gave me emotions. I guess that's how you know, like, he's Aww, met, you know, whatever. That's so sweet. But he, I was like, oh, I guess now's the time I should understand what emotions are. Um, and then after kids, holy shit. This is why I'm a zero fucks person, because I actually can't deal with my emotions. What? That's your reason? Uh, they're too hard. I mean, I don't like getting all soppy, cryy. I hate that. It literally, it drives me nuts. Like, if I cry, 
I'm like, whoa, something must have really happened because mm-hmm. I maybe, maybe cried once or twice a year before kids. Oh, oh maybe. I was gonna say I'm a crybaby. Oh, uh, like, and that's what before kids I didn't understand that. I was like, why do women cry so much? But you know, the thing about even though I'm a crybaby, I feel like hormones play a huge part as to why I cry more yeah. now. Now I am, yeah. But prior to that, I used to be a private crier. So you would never know that you ha- you got to me. Oh, yeah. Like, I had a great poker face. Now, I'm like, I could be pissed and I start crying, but I'm not sad. Right. I'm pissed. Right. Like, even with Dale, I'm like, you don't effing listen. And I'm like, yeah. cursing, I'm angry, <laughs> but I'm crying because I'm like it sounds stupid but I'm like I am crying for help like yeah help me. It, no it is it's true it is I remember th- I mean like I said 2018 was an extremely difficult year and actually on our last episode was it last no two episodes ago I said 2018 was a difficult year for Chris and I and he would probably agree I actually went and asked him I said do you think 2018 was a difficult year for us and he was like yeah but it wasn't our hardest and I was like, really? So what was the hardest? He, he said our, I guess for him, because this does make sense, like everybody's perspective, right? So from my yeah. perspective last year, it was our hardest year. Why? Because it was personally my hardest year. Yeah. Um, his hardest year was, he said, the year that Capri, Capri was about three from like, her three months to her one, one and a half range. We, because I was a stay-at-home mom. So he was the only one providing all the finances. Right. And he said that, just that weight alone mm-hmm. literally killed him every day. Literally. Like, oh. broke him. Because he was like, I'm the only sole provider. Like, I have to make sure that we are, you know, killing it on. And then having a new baby, having the diapers, the formula, like Capri had formula expensive formula $50 a week in formula so $200 a month in just formula diaper I mean like and he was the only one working so I was like shit I didn't know that was like Mm -hmm. one of the hardest things one of the hardest years for you but um I forget my whole point to this whole thing why he said that was his hardest year and oh mine was yeah crying I mean now I cry I f- now I got myself together. I had I gave myself a pep talk <laughs> for 2019. I said, no more. We're getting our zero fucks back because I can't do this. It's so time-consuming. I feel like this tiny little ant over in the corner and, like, you know, insecurities and um, anxiety. And, like, I literally, last year, I had so much anxiety. I would blow Chris's phone up, blow it up while he was at freaking basketball practice. I'm like, are you dead? You haven't answered in two and a half hours. Did you die? I literally had this fear of dying. It was either me dying, Chris dying, the kids dying, somebody dying. And I was like, this is absurdity. I can't go through this. But it's real, right? Like, just like you said, you were talking about, um, you know, like, what happens if something happens to you? What happens to the girls? Like, I went through all these scenarios in my head. Oh, my God, what if I die? And then my kids have a stepmom and Chris has a new wife. Literally, that was, a, like, I you went, thought, you, oh, absolutely. You have, like, the whole thing planned. Oh, I mean, no, 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 I don't plan my death. No, not plan, but, like, you know, you have the whole scenario I went to head. the, I mean, but that's what anxiety does. You go to the end of the earth and back in every possible thing, right? Yeah. And it's, I mean, I said, no more, I can't do this, can't do this no more. So, I got back into trying to have zero fucks and not think about, like, I only had to think positive, and I, if there was a negative thought that came, I literally had to, like, get rid of it. 
whatever it was, I had to like block it. I had to only think positive. Um, the and I had to get part my. Of that is like Dale. I love Dale to death, but Dale is like that negative thought. Like he, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying that whole like stay positive mindset. Yeah. Like keep yeah. a positive yeah. mind. Anything like I'm like you shouldn't speak negativity into the atmosphere because what you put out is what you get. Right. So, like, like right now, Dale is our sole provider. Right. Lucky for us, like my mom when my brother went to the military my mom would be by herself right so we ended up moving together so my mom helps with Callie so my mom actually helps with like a lot of the bills like we split everything like it's like our family and her yeah so we split everything so even though he's like the sole provider for our family he doesn't have to like hold up the home on his own and his seed oh my god this one right here, she's the most exhausting kid I have. I don't know where she came from. Thank you, Aww, baby. Oh, nice kisses. You're giving kisses? You want to pick your juice up off the floor? But Dale is more negative than I am. I mean, let me, let me rephrase that. I have the negative thought. Yeah. Like, we could be thinking the same thing, but Dale puts it out there. Mommy. And for me, that's exhausting. Like, it's Mommy. really exhausting. Mommy. What, baby? What do you need? Get your juice. It's really exhausting to have a partner who he sees all the negative possibilities first. Right. And it's like, if we both think like that, then then we'd be doomed. Right. But it's hard to try to be the positive one right. all the time. And I think that's another thing when it comes to, like, self-care because I'm worried so much about how he's beating himself up that I'm not thinking about how him beating himself up is actually beating me up. Yep, absolutely. Like, I'm like, I am trying my hardest to give you a pep talk and make you feel better, but you're not listening to me. No, yeah. Actually, um, Chris and I went... Well, the very few dates that we've ever gone on, because we don't and we should, but, the, you know, there's never time. Um, back in the fall, we went to an Alamo draft house, so it's a movie theater, but you can sit back and get, like, serve serviced with alcohol like, and food. Um, like, I pick, like, the I pick theater. I'm sure it's That's similar, different you, names. You have, like, food, and yeah. they bring you alcohol, you got a blanket, you yep. lay back, yeah. So we saw the movie, um... It was an Asian movie, Rich, Crazy Rich Asians oh, yeah. or something. That oh, movie actually, yeah, it was like in the fall before we moved to D.C. But um, it was actually a really good movie because what it conveyed was that you have to believe in yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to trust yourself. You cannot, you cannot rely on somebody else to do that job for you. Yeah. And so at the end of the movie... Um, a couple ended up getting divorced because the woman became, she had so much money, like her family had so much money and she had so much power, but the husband never felt that he could live up to her, the wife's potential, so he like had an affair and did all these other things, so he felt connected and belonged to a a person more on his level, I guess, Mm -hmm. and at the end of the movie, I was so proud of the wife because she was like, I tried so hard, like she would give him gifts and she would give him love and all this stuff, and she said, but at the end of the day, I can't make you a man. And I was like, 
you know what, girl, good for you. You know, I am so proud of you right now because it's true. Like, as much as we feed into our men and try to help them and bring them positivity and, like, boost them and do – like, I can't be a man for you. You have to step up and say to yourself that you are going to be a man and you're going to be the man you want to be. Just as you can't make me a woman, I have to step up to the plate and I have to go, I'm going to be the woman and this is how I'm going to do it. And that's why it's all about, like, again, putting the oxygen mask on. And I truly do believe that. I do. Like, my kids aren't going to make me a woman. My kids aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to make myself a woman. Yeah. Just as a man has to make himself a man. At the end of the day, we can combine and support one another. Yeah. But we can't, you know, Dale can't rely on you to be his, you know. And that's why I tell him, I can't believe in you. Like, I can believe in you. Right. But I can't believe in you for you. Right. Like, you have to see your potential. You have to see what you can do. And, like, we always, like, Dale's very religious. So he's like, you know, the man and the woman role. And I'm like, okay, so if we were to look at it from that perspective, right? Yeah. If God put a man to be here and be this way, this is this is your formula. This is your build. This is how you're supposed right. to be. As a woman, I'm not built like that. Right. I'm not supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. What I'm supposed to do is, you know, add to that. Right. So let's say you're supposed to build the house. I'm going to, I'm the one that's supposed to make it a home. Right. So if you're the one that sees things this way, I'm the one that's supposed to help you get there. I can't do it for you. Right. I can encourage you. Right. I can talk to you. I can be the ear like if you feel weak for a moment, I'm the person that you're supposed to come to and be vulnerable with. Right. But then when you turn around and you're it's time for you to hit the world again, you need to boss up yeah. and go do it. I can't do it for you. Yeah. And I think I take a lot of that on. I'm like, oh, like I worry so much about how he's feeling, how his mental is. And I think me worrying so much about how he is mentally drains me oh, absolutely. And that's what I've actually been going through recently. And I think that's why me going to the gym is so important to me. Yeah. Like, unless I'm, like, sick or, right. like, the last couple times I missed the gym was because it was a snow snowstorm. There's no way I could get there. Um, I'm not going to die to go work out. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, that's why going is so important to me. Like, I'm like, I need this time. I need this hour. Like, I work out for an hour and a half. I used to make fun of, like, my dad is a gym rat. Yeah. But he's a cop, so he's, like, fitness is important right. to him, at least, because I've seen fat cops. But, like, fitness <laughs> is important to him. Like, he's like, you know, I got to be able to do what I got to do. So I used to make fun of him because my dad would be in the, the gym for two, three hours. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing in there? Right. Like, there's 30 minutes on the treadmill, and I'd be like, whoa, it's time to go home. Yeah. But, like, now I'm in there, and I'm like, oh, I got to do this. Like, I have my whole little schedule on my phone and everything that I want to do. And if I miss a day, I'm pissed because I'm like, stop making these sounds. You want me to take it from you? I'm actually trying to get her off, but this is the only way I can get her to keep quiet. If you got to breastfeed, you got to breastfeed. You got to breastfeed. Like, and she's, I keep saying, like, it sounds really bad, but I'm like, Heffa, you're almost two. You need yeah. to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. The past couple of days have been miserable because I keep it away from her a lot longer. Like, yeah. I'm pushing it more and yeah. more. And she, like, now she's calling it boobies, and 
she's like, like she used to say juice. Now she says milk. She's like, oh, I want milk. Uh, I need the milk. I'm like, you don't need the milk. Yeah. The doctor said you're not getting any more nutritional value from it. Right. Like, you don't need it. Right. You want it. It's a pacifier at this point. We finally got rid of Kobe's pacifier. It's been gone for good for probably like three weeks now. How old is Kobe? He turned two in December. So he's two. You know, that, you make me feel really bad because, like, I let Willow and Dylan keep their pacifier until they were just ready to give it up. Well, he was, be- I mean, he was throwing it and he was talking. And so it was like, you're definitely, like, if you're throwing it, you think it's a toy and it's, it's a game. It. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um, we just, every time he asked for it, we just gave him, like, a lollipop candy. I know it's terrible, but it's a replacement. <laughs> I'm always about the replacement behavior. Um or a juice cup. We need to find a replacement for this because this yeah. is driving me nuts. <clears throat> All for a lollipop instead. Something to start. I mean, you have to use a replacement behavior that's similar to the same need or function. So if they're sucking, like try to find something that they can suck on instead of your T- big old titty. Yeah. <laughs> Take old bitty. Because <laughs> we'll be like out in public and she'll be like, milk. And I'm like, you can talk and ask for it. You don't need it right. anymore. And I never had this problem with the other two, and I think that's why this is such a hard thing for me to do. Yeah. Because I'm like, why is it so difficult for you to get off me? Mm, she loves you extra hard. Extra, extra She's from hard. your husband who loves you extra hard. And I, I, I always wonder if that plays, you know, plays a part. Like, although I did, I was in love with Willow's father before he passed. But I never got to see what that was like. Right. And then I did love Dylan's dad. Like, I did love him. He was, like, the first person that I had loved and, like, want, could see myself having a future with. Yeah. Then he screwed all that up. And after that, I was like, I don't think anybody's going to want me with two kids. And then when I got back with Dale, I didn't see Dale and I getting together like that. Because Dale and I were friends first. Yeah. So, and then, of course, like, when Dale and I reconnected, I didn't know him and his wife were not together anymore. Oh. So, I was just thinking it was, like, you know, old high school friend, and... When did he tell you that he was divorced? The night, the same night we hung out. Oh. Like, I was talking about her, and, like, he just kind of, like, threw it out there, and I was like, oh. And then, from that point, the date got kind of weird, because then it was like, well, is this a date? Wait, but then how did you... So you thought he was with his wife, but you guys still hung out? Yeah, and you know, I didn't think of it that way. Because I was like, we're high school friends. Like, mind you, when I met his... Well, at the time, she was his girlfriend. I met her in high school. Yeah. And she knew at that time that him and I had been friends at oh, some point. Like, yeah. We, yeah, we dated, but we also were really good friends. Like, Dale and I had a great friendship. Yeah. So when he asked me, like, people ask me that all the time, I was like, I didn't think of it that way at that point. Like, it wasn't until later that I was like, you know what, that's not appropriate. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have, I would not be okay with him being like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with this chick I used to go to school with. Like, right. we're, just, we're just friends. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Like, the only way I would be okay with that was, like, if I met him and I knew that he had a female friend, like, they were already friends, yeah. and it was that type of situation, like, those are the type of circumstances I'm like, all right, well, I really can't tell you, like, hey, don't be her friend anymore. Right. But. Some people do, actually. Some, I do know some people that are going through that or have gone through that. Um, they're like, nope. Like, once you're married or whatever, the answer is nope. You can't have none of that. 
which of course there's multiple perspectives of of that question as well but is there anything else you want to say for self-care um no i think i'm good on the self-care portion so to wrap this up make sure that you follow us on instagram so that you can continue with the discussion let us know what some of your self-care tips are anything that you like to do when you are trying to get a moment to yourself as a mom and until the next episode i am signing out see ya bye